Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's good to have the tournament back in our lives and good to talk about it in a little more detail right now with my next guest. He is a college basketball analyst for Fox Sports and FS1, studio analyst for SNY in New York. Vin Parisi joining me right now on CBS Sports Radio. Vin, appreciate you making time right in the middle of the first day of the second round here, right in the middle of a game to chat about this tournament. Thank you very much. How are you doing today? Good, Sean. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, as always, uh, you know, after a two-year hiatus, this has been a very interesting few days. The tournament hasn't disappointed. Yeah, no, not at all, especially for someone, Vin, like you, who, you know, you cover college basketball. That's your thing. You cover it for a living. Like, I, I would imagine just before we get into some of the specifics of this tournament, just, uh, you, you know, everybody else who covers a specific sport at least got some version of their postseason or their big events last year once we got through the first couple of months of the pandemic, um, but we never did get a tournament last year. Uh, I, I would imagine this has, has got to feel the euphoria that you normally feel this time of year has got to be amped way up having been away from it for a couple of years. Oh, no doubt about it. You know, it, uh, it, it's just, it's surreal that it was almost literally two years that we were able to uh, uh, experience this. And, uh, you know, the, the, it's been an exciting tournament so far. I, I got to be honest, Sean, with this field, um, I, I thought we would be a little bit more, a bit more chalky yeah. uh, by this time with the favorites. Um, you know, I thought, I, I can't remember another time to where, you know, we were nine, ten days away from Selection Sunday and we, we knew hands down who the four number one seeds were going to be. We knew who the first team All-Americans were going to be. You know, it really wasn't a year to where, you know, the top two to three lines of the seedings was in question. And, you know, I, I think that's why it's so remarkable, you know, and not just the, the Oral Roberts and stories like that, but for what happened earlier today, uh, within Illinois and Illinois of Chicago, I mean, just just, just a, a great example of why this this is the greatest show in sports. Yeah, no question about that. Yeah, right. We you're right. It was really chalky down the stretch, and yet here we were one game into the second round. We've already lost a one seed, and that that's what I wanted to to, to ask you about, Vin Vin Parisi joining me on CBS Sports Radio. 
is we, we've seen in the first round literally every single group of seeds, one through 15, all had at least one team get through. We, the only seed we didn't see win a game were the 16 seeds, which we rarely see anyways. Um, how, what's the explanation there? Is there something about the format of this tournament, you know, being all played in one city in front of small crowds that's more conducive to this? Or do you think it's just, it's just a coincidence? Well, you know, that's a great point that you just bring up there because, you know, I, I think a couple different factors go into it. I think you could definitely look at it from the angle of, um, you know, we didn't have as much of a sample base this year, meaning we didn't really have those non-conference matchups mm. to go by in November and December. And we had many teams go through pauses. We didn't have a big, as big a sample of work to go by. It was pretty much just try to get in as much as your conference schedule as possible. You know, and then we try to, you know, we try to use the metrics and go from there. And as we've seen that the metrics uh, don't always tell the entire story. But I think there is something to be said for, um, you know, these games being in a more intimate setting. Uh, perhaps the, the factor of guys not getting caught up into the crowds and the distractions and, and, and 70,000 seat arenas and, and, and the traveling and, and just staying put. But you also could look at it you know conversely through there's not you know there's also the mental challenges of of living in a quarantine but when when you look at illinois today you know i thought that they had the best team for example in the country i thought they had the best closer in the country with the sumo i thought they had the best big man in the country and for illinois chicago to come out like that and the way porter moser game planned and every ball screen every dribble handoff every play out of the timeout make coburn look uncomfortable inside it just shows you the parity and how, how the margin of error between one twos and three seeds and then eight nine and ten seeds is so fine in college hoops yeah no question about that vin parisi joining me on cbs sports radio so of these of these teams that are the the you know the the double the, sort of the deep double digit seeds i'm not talking about ucla as an 11 from the pac-12 but the oral roberts the abilene christians ohio as a 13 are there any of these teams that sort of line up as a, a George Mason type team that can make a deep run that's that's kind of built to to win a couple games, or is it really just going to come down to matchups? Well, it, I mean, it does come down to matchups to a point, but you know, I, I you know, I've been I had that Ohio over Virginia upset uh, for the four thirteen game in the West from the beginning because I just felt that Virginia was coming in off a five six day quarantine. They were basically rolling into town the night before in Indianapolis and then playing the game. But star power has a lot to do with that. And Ohio has a star in their six foot four point guard, Jason Preston. He's an absolute stud. He's been on NBA scouts boards for over a year. Um, this Ohio team is for real. Yeah, you know, they didn't finish atop their conference, but, you know, you have to look at the whole body of work. And that's where this year was a little bit you know, different. You couldn't go by conference standings because of the limited games. Look at Iona and Rick Pitino. But Jason Preston and this Ohio team, they only lost to Illinois by two back in November. They put 100 points up on Cleveland State. So they come out. They don't disappoint. They beat a Virginia. Like, they are good enough to beat a Creighton in the round of 32 and go to the Sweet 16. But then, obviously, they run into the Zags. So, you know, I, listen, at this point, I think you throw seeding out the window because I think a 10 seed like a Rutgers um, can uh, easily get by a Houston right now. 
because Giroux, the point guard, might be injured and might be out of the game. So, you know, I, I think, Sean, a big thing we have to remember from this point on and in, we can't get caught up with those original numbers that got put next to these teams by the selection committee last week. I think at this point it's about styles. It's about matchups. Syracuse is a great example with their style because they just showed you how San Diego State never sees a zone, and that took them completely out of the game. So, you know, from the round of 32 on and in is where it really gets fascinating. Vin Parisi joining me, uh, college basketball analyst, Fox Sports and FS1, breaking down the tournament. All right, so, so Vin, let's, let's, put our, let's put aside the remaining one seeds, you know, Baylor, Gonzaga, Michigan, who we know, you know, they've, they've got injury issues they're dealing with. But let's, let's put them aside right now. We've already lost Illinois today. Of the teams that are remaining from the two line yeah. below, if you had to pick, you know, you, if you had to pick from that field to pick an NCAA champion, who are, the, who are the one or two teams that you feel like are at the top of that heap of teams? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great point. And, and, and I do think with Illinois getting bounced now and, and the East being wide open with Michigan without Isaiah Livers moving forward, that this does increase the odds in Vegas, per se, for a Gonzaga and Baylor championship night. Right. But I think out of the East, uh, Florida State, uh, as a four seed, I have them going to the final four. Um, you know, Leonard Hamilton had the best offensive team in the ACC. Uh, he's got star, star power in Scotty Barnes. Uh, he was final four caliber last year. Granted, he lost a couple of guys, but he throws eight, nine, ten guys at you, long athletic. They defend. Not enough people talk about a Leonard Hamilton. And I think, Sean, when you look at the Midwest with Illinois being out now, this sets it up for Bob Huggins, who everyone is asking for, for the Basketball Hall of Fame, who just won his 900th win, to come out of the Midwest. I mean, they're going to have to get past um, Jim Beheim's 2-3 zone in a couple hours. But now you look at a West Virginia team who this is one of the best offensive clubs that Bob Huggins has had in a long time. And then Culver and company, you know, can really hurt you on the defensive end as well. So I would, you know, other than those ones that everyone had, uh, selected, keep your eye on a Florida State and keep your eye on a West Virginia at the bottom of the brackets. Vin, how about individual players? You know, we see that a lot this time of year where, you know, guys put teams on their back and they make deep runs in the tournament. Who are some of the guys over the rest of the day, today and tomorrow, that if they're able to kind of get their teams through this round could have that kind of run where – they either they they're either cementing what the NBA already thinks about them, or they're playing their way into that elite elite tier of player where they could be looked at as a high lottery pick. Yo, you know that's a great point. You know, you look at um, you, you look at like a like a USC for example. You know, Evan Mobley is a guy who at the beginning of the tournament, you know, most scouts that you talk to were like, listen, you know, it's it's not often that you see guys with this size. Um, guys with this, you know, big guys able to run up and down the floor, do what an Evan Mobley does. You know, we have him slated as a number two pick per se, and and he's going to be one of the top picks. And, you know, I think that, you know, those are guys that are just freaks of nature athletically. So regardless of what a USC would do um, in the tournament, those type of guys are slated in right away. But, you know, I think when you look at like a Villanova, for example, like a James uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, he was co-Big East player of the year with two other guys. You know, he's one of the better forwards in the country nationally, but I still feel like, 
you know, in terms of star power, you know, he still doesn't get mentioned sometimes in the in the same breath. You know, he goes out in the next round and, and really turns it up. But I really think, Sean, that these Baylor guards yeah. can really – and they're going to be, you know, Jared Butler and Davion Mitchell. These guys, I think, are first-round draft picks next year. But at the rate that they're playing, and this is the best three-point shooting team in the field, if they keep playing at an elite level all the way to championship night – you know, this is where you really go from being, you know, an all-Big 12 team, an all-Big 12 player, all-American, to where now you are really being talked about uh, as a household name. So, you know, obviously we knew Luca Garza was the National College Basketball Player of the Year, but, you know, these next two weeks, especially when you get to the second weekend, is, is when you really see guys take their game to the next level. Vin Parisi joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, before I get you out of here, Vin, which game uh, the, the rest of the way? Baylor up by 10 here with about two and a half minutes to go against Wisconsin. Uh, of the six remaining games today, which is the one that you woke up this morning going, man, I can't. That, that, this one's getting the status on the big TV in my living room today. Oh, 5-15 Eastern, West Virginia and, and Syracuse. I've been yeah. waiting for this game the entire day because – you have a West Virginia club who's good enough to go to an Elite Eight or a Final Four this year. But now with San Diego State out, with the way Buddy Bayheim and Jim Bayheim's guys are playing offensively. But once again, Sean, it plays into that. you got to look at the, fa- the, the zone, the factor. The year that Syracuse won the national championship in 03, they went against multiple Big 12 teams that never saw the zone. If they were to get by today, you're looking at either Houston yeah. or then Rutgers to then advance for them to the Elite Eight. And to, to think of that, where we were a week or two ago, we didn't think Syracuse was good enough to make the NCAA right. tournament. And now we're talking about an 11 seed Syracuse. Jim Beheim as a double-digit seed, has a chance yet again uh, to be playing into the second or third weekend of the tournament. Uh, this is why this thing is just so fun to follow. Yeah, it's it, it would be remarkable, no doubt. And that, yeah, you're right. And that is an OG coach matchup right there with Huggins <laughs> and Bayheim, no doubt sure. about it. Vin Parisi covers college basketball, college basketball analyst for Fox Sports and FS1, studio analyst in New York for SNY. Hey, Vin, really appreciate appreciate you taking a few minutes during the action uh, to talk to me in the audience and break it all down. Uh, really appreciate it. Keep up the great work. Thanks so much, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 